coming up next with tunes from the Jonas Brothers and Troy Sivan after the news and weather at 10. Scottish tubes and fittings are the go-to guys for pipework, fabrication and supplies. Whether it's copper, steel or galvanised you need, stainless steel or UPVC. They do cab design, boilers, pumps, valves and gauges. 27 years they've been in this game, exceptional, through the ages. Did you know Scottish tubes and fittings are open seven days a week? Call Glasgow 647-5000. When you need a van, change your man at Cameron Commercials. At Cameron Commercials, sourcing top quality commercial vehicles is what we do best. With years of experience and an extensive network of trusted suppliers, we'll source the perfect vehicle for the best possible price. And as an independent company, we supply all makes and models. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, change your man. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say Launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good morning, it's 10 o'clock. I'm Jess Houghton. The business secretary says the issues at the post office go beyond the Horizon scandal following the departure of the firm's chairman. This wasn't just about Horizon and the ongoing inquiry into the post office. It's about the post office as an entity uh, and especially the governance of it. There is a lot more uh, media scrutiny after that ITV drama. I think it is right that we are responsive to that. Kemi Badenoch says the company needs new leadership after Henry Staunton left by mutual consent. He only became chairman just over a year ago and was tasked with leading the board of directors through the fallout of the scandal. Next, police say they're growing increasingly concerned for the welfare of a missing Paisley woman. Officers are renewing their appeal as they search for Siobhan Malley. The 35-year-old hasn't been seen since Wednesday afternoon, where she was spotted walking down Glen Street. Now, Scotland's Children's Commissioner is warning Ofgem its actions can either help struggling families or push them further into poverty. Nicola Colleen has written to the energy regulator asking them to consider the impact poverty can have on children's development. She says Scotland's worst off families have been hit with a double dose of devastating policies. I'm disappointed that Ofgem has made the decision to allow some companies to be able to forcibly fit prepayment meters in homes where people are struggling to pay their bills and its decision to raise the price cap. Both decisions have a severe impact on children, particularly coming so close together. The affairs Scotland's housing crisis is set to worsen as new documents shows the bottom has fallen out of government plans. Scottish Labour say new information show the SNP are considering ditching plans to build more affordable homes after revealing devastating budgetary problems. The SNP and Greens pledged to build over 100,000 new affordable houses by 2032, however face a 27% funding cut next year. Matt Griffin is Scottish Labour's housing spokesperson. Behind closed doors, the SNP Green government knows its house building plan is in chaos, but instead of getting things back on track, it's slashing the programme's funding. With Scotland in the grips of a housing emergency, it's more urgent than ever that we build the affordable housing our country desperately needs. The Scottish Government has responded, saying they plan to bring forward the review scheduled for 26 to 2027 to 2024, which will concentrate on deliverability. 
Sport now and Celtic boss Brendan Rodgers says Callum McGregor is a class act after making his 450th appearance for the club. The midfielder reached the landmark in the Scottish Premiership leaders' 1-0 win at home to Ross County. Rodgers told Sky Sports News it's been great to see McGregor's development since the pair worked together during his first spell in charge. Callum plays every every game like he's, he's trying to impress for the very first time and that's the mark of the, the brilliant players here. He's such a top, top player, one of the best players I've ever worked with. But to see him lead now the team and the club and he does it with, uh, with great style and, uh, and great humility. Celtic remain five points clear at the top. Go Radio Weather with the Centre Livingston. The perfect day out with over 150 shops and restaurants. Things should be drying up this morning, giving way to a little bit of sunshine. Highs of 10 degrees in Edry and Bridge of Weir and 11 here in Glasgow. That's you up to date. On go. Till the morning comes, it could be together. Crofty and Grado. Gladiators was back on the telly on Saturday night. It's funny how everything always comes back to you. I can't believe that you did Saturday night TV and it's went completely unnoticed by everybody on the planet. You can look it up. ITV World of Sport. World of the Sport is basically the kind of old style wrestling, Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of like the guy, no in charge, but kind of was a wee bit. Because everybody was like, hold on, the wee fat guy's the champion. and Grado. Weekdays when you wake up. What's up guys? It's us, the Jonas Brothers. Go Radio. Number one for Glasgow and the West. We never knew how to forfeit. But we always knew how to talk. We always knew it would work Cause if something made us red Or if something got said Or before the night ends No, don't get stressed It's gonna get paid out Oh, deep conversation That no one knows Hell, strong father And a determined mother Oh, that's why some nights We try to kill each other But you know it's always love We never knew how to fake it Always knew how to break Couple nights to gasoline on the fire Something gets red Something got set 
Classic Simple Minds We're into that In moments from now uh, Plus If you fancy being A Go Radio winner uh, We'll talk how you Can be a Go Radio winner This coming Friday uh, On the way shortly now. And we are Of course it's Sunday morning Building you up uh, To the big show From 11 o'clock So Tom Hunter Lord Willie Hockey uh, And guests Great guest this morning Going to be Chit-chatting about The Go Radio Business show It's here in about 58 minutes from now And of course As we always say If you fancy getting yourself In the mood All the previous shows Are at the podcast Where you get your podcast normally Or via our website This is go.co.uk You turned me on You lift me up Like the sweetest cup I shall Don't you ever stop, I'm here with you Now it's all or nothing, cause you said you followed me You followed me, and I, I, I followed you What did you gonna do, 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 what is you gonna do when it all breaks up? What is you gonna do when the nobody's done? What is you gonna do when the flames are up? What is gonna come when the tell you time? What's it gonna do to make a dream survive? Who's gonna To come a storm inside? Who's gonna save you?
on the way shortly uh, morning 20 past 10 so Joe here uh, lots very windy today lots of warnings in place for high winds across uh, Glasgow and the west right across the country actually can we go through a couple of days without there being a weather warning it's just one of these it's just the time of year isn't it it'll be, it'll be snow next apparently February is going to be kind of snowy month they reckon uh, we should keep an eye on that one alright Tiesto and chances to be a Go Radio winner we're on the case this Sunday morning next to go the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey returns this Sunday morning. So here's my challenge right. to anybody today, government minister, or anyone who has a company who is selling heat pumps that I will pay for any test that you want done in Strathclyde University for you to prove that I'm wrong. I don't think you can do better than that, Willie. Okay, so there's so the there challenge. Challenge, Willie, is out there. I'm going to be fascinated. And let me tell you, if someone brings me a heat pump, that only uses 500 watts and gives you 3.5 kilowatt, right? I will be You're on right. the show every week telling everybody to get a heat pump and I'll be installing them in every house that we're building. <laughs> the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. Planning some home improvements? An extension? A sunroom? Or a loft or garage conversion? Well, who better to get the job done than the 2023 Scottish Home Improvement Award winners of Scotland's best joinery firm and Scotland's best building contractor. At Future Building Developments, we don't take any money up front. We provide a payment plan and work schedule prior to the work commencing and all of our work is fully insured and guaranteed. Search for Future Building Developments online. Hey, I'm Charlie XCX. It's Charlie, baby. Go radio. Go radio. You won't see me crying on the bathroom floor. I ain't never coming back for more. Wanna see you walking out that door, but 
just lost a 10 out of 10, won't lie, lie, lie. Tonight I'm gonna be rocking it, dropping it. Shake, 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 no stopping it. I look hot in it, hot in it, I look hot in it. Rocking it, dropping it. Shake, 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 no stopping it. I look hot in it, hot in it, I look hot in it. Rocking it, dropping it. Shake, 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 no stopping it. I look hot in it, hot in it, I look hot in it. Tonight I'm gonna be rocking it. I'm 
Ronnie DeBart. The real thing still ahead. Uh, Becky Hill, David Guetta, and the script on the way shortly. Uh, by the way, if you fancy being with us, a VIP style at, at Stereo Funk Festival, it's going to be on the fourth of May. A few months away from now. Fancy get a chance to see some top acts, snap uh, various different artists as well, including our very own Stevie Lennon as well. Stevie's going to be doing a very special floor filler set. Uh, if you fancy that, and you get right up close there with Stevie, and a top day guaranteed. All the details are at the website, of course. Uh, this is go.co.uk. You can purchase tickets via the website, but you can also win some VIP tickets as well. Stevie was talking about last night on Floor Filler Saturday Night Style. He's looking forward to that. You can be there at the website. This is go.co.uk. All the life she has seen, all the meanest side of me. They took away the prophet's dream for a prophet on the street. Now she's stronger than you know. A heart of steel starts to grow. All his life he's been told.
Hey, it's David Gillard. This is Becky Hill. Go Radio. Go Radio. I'm doing just fine now, it's over. I've been moving on and living my life. But occasionally I lose composure. And I can get you out of my mind. If I could go back in time, I'd do things differently. Distract myself and go someone else But every now and then you remind me It's only when I'm lying in bed on my own And I wake up and I don't see your name on my phone To the moments where I think that I'm better alone That's when I remember, that's when I remember Every time I walk past your house in the Sunday morning, uh, 25 to 11. We are, of course, Go Radio and still to come. Uh, Becky Hill will do the script on the way in a little while from there. Right, uh, big show from 11 o'clock. Uh, it's all about the business. So Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey. We'll talk about guests coming up shortly, go. Global Eco Energy are your renewable energy specialists. Working with Eco4 and Home Energy Scotland to offer grants and funding, we specialise in heat pump, solar and battery installations, as well as internal, external and cavity wall insulation. Prices starting from as little as £4,995 for solar PV and from £8,995 for a heat pump installation. For a free quote, free survey and to find out more about grants and funding options, call 0800 233 5788. A blocked drain? A problem with your plumbing? Then call the professionals. Dino Rod. Across Glasgow, west of Scotland and Ayrshire, our team of local drain engineers are available 24-7 for your drainage emergency. For commercial or domestic properties, we offer a fixed price, no obligation quote, and all of our work is guaranteed. Dino Rod. 
rated excellent on Trustpilot. Visit dinorod-glasgow.co.uk. about me now and who I could have been and then I picture all the perfect that we lived till I cut the strings on your tiny violin oh. my mind's got a my, my mind of its own right now and it makes me hate me I'll explode like a dynamite if I can't decide baby
but all of these feelings had it. You know that life that we pictured, I still imagine. Still. A whole city in between us and we still attached. You used to have so many layers till I peeled them back. I see the fire in your eyes, I mean we still a match. You think you're better off without me, but it isn't facts. Okay, you mad at me, I had to man up, you know I changed the whole mentality. I'm hung up on the pictures that you sent me, made a gallery. Captions be about me, but not adding me. Don't understand these type of things. I don't understand these type of games. And I know they say that everything that's easy ain't worth it. And everything that's worth it ain't gonna be easy. I made mistakes, you can't say that I repeat it. I wouldn't still be here if I didn't need you. Sean, easy lover, still to come Carmen and Tina Moore on the way shortly good morning to Joe on a Sunday uh, so we're here till 11 o'clock and then the Go Radio Business Show uh, Hunter and Hockey are here from 11 in about oh, 50 minutes or so from now special guest this morning Lucinda Bruce Gardine founder of Genius Foods one of the UK's leading gluten free bakery uh, brands and is currently the chair of Scotland Food and Drink a very very interesting guest this morning uh, and of course top advice from Sir Tom Hunter and Lord Willie Hockey and it's free we do it every single Sunday from 11 o'clock what will the chat be today find out in about 15 from now we go this is more than the typical kind of thing felt the Jones in my bones and you were touching me In the days going crazy, can barely think you're replaying in my brain. Find it hard to see. Oh, oh, waiting for my phone to blow. Uh oh, yeah. Now I'm here in a sticky situation. Got a little trouble, yep, and now I'm pacing. 
the time, such a crime, not a single word. Sipping on that Patron, just to calm my nerves. Oh oh, popping bottles by the phone. Oh yeah, had me up, had me down, turned me inside out. That's enough. Everything you said is like go with the view. Business in the front, party in the back. Maybe I was wrong. Was the outfit really whack? This kind of thing doesn't happen usually. I'm on the opposite side of it. Truthfully, I know you want it, so come and get it. Cheerio. See, I've been waiting all day for you to call me baby. So let's get up, let's get on it. Don't you leave me brokenhearted tonight.
Katy Perry, Roar, it is Go Radio. Good morning, Sir Joe Kilday. We also played Five Seconds of Summer and Young Blood. Right, we're back at midday today. Stick around for the Go Radio Business Show. It's on the way next to Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey, and special guest this morning, Lucinda Bruscardine, founder of Genius Foods, the top team after News at 11. It's next to go. Feel the love this Valentine's at the Forge Market. With our Valentine's competition, you could win an all-expenses meal voucher and five runners-up will each receive a Valentine's hamper. To enter, pop into the Forge Market or visit our Facebook page. Enter between the 22nd of January and the 11th of February with the prize draw taking place on the 12th of February. The Forge Market, much more than a market. Open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 5pm. When it comes to property, we are the professionals. Bowman Rebecca, whether you're letting, renting, short or long term, selling or buying, whether it's residential or commercial, a new build or an existing build, architectural services or planning support, even factoring. Bowman Rebecca is your one stop shop for all your property needs. For a professional service, choose the home of property. Bowman Rebecca. Find us online at bowmanrebecca.com. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker. Just say lunch, go radio. This is Go Radio News. Good morning, it's 11 o'clock. I'm Jess Houghton. The business secretary's confirmed she's sacked the chairman of the post office after just over a year in the job. My view is that sometimes you just need a different person to deal with different issues. And so I had a conversation with uh, Mr. Staunton and we agreed uh, that it would be right that he stepped down. Following the departure of Henry Staunton, Cami Badenoch revealed she needed to intervene. It comes as she says she certainly expects Fujitsu to pay compensation over the Horizon IT scandal. Ms. Badenoch says she's written to the chairman of the company asking for meetings, but claims with him being based in Japan, it's not that straightforward. Now, police found a body on Glasgow's Carlisle Street yesterday afternoon. At around 4pm, officers made the discovery. Formal identification is yet to take place, but the family of missing man Leslie Boyd have been informed. Now, the Children's Commissioner is writing to Ofgem over the return of forced prepayment meter installations and the rising energy price cap. Nicola Colleen has told the energy regulator struggling families could be pushed further into poverty by their decisions. She's calling for Ofgem to reverse the move as a matter of urgency. The Commissioner adds growing up in poverty can often shape the way children's lives turn out. Experiencing poverty can severely affect a child's development. We know it has a negative impact on a whole range of their rights, including their rights to mental and physical health, to education, to an adequate standard of living. It affects their aspirations and life chances, both in childhood and adult life. We're hearing Scottish carers are falling through the cracks as only half complete offered support plans. It's in light of new figures from the Lib Dems showing around 50% of those in the role bail out of government support schemes before completion. Their deputy leader, Wendy Chamberlain, says the Carers Leave Act, which comes into effect in April, will make a big difference. Alongside ensuring that these vital support plans are completed, Scottish Liberal Democrats would guarantee respite care for unpaid carers, ensure that they have the right to flexible working hours whenever possible and work with local government to introduce a package of carers' benefits. And finally, Rangers boss Philippe Clement says it's important to have maintained momentum since the Scottish Premiership's winter break after their 1-0 win at St Mirren. They're still five points behind leader Celtic, who got a 1-0 victory at home to Ross County. But Clement told Sky Sports News fans in Glasgow have been pointing out a difference in their form this year. 
Everybody said to me, uh, end of December, beginning of January, uh, Gaffer, the team is always starting slow after the winter break. So um, the team is showing now another another face, and that's what I want to see, to win as much as points as possible in all the circumstances. Go radio weather with the Centre Livingston. Shop, eat and play with everything you need under one roof. Things drying up this morning, giving way to a bit of sunshine. Highs of 10 degrees in Bells Hill and Inverkip and 11 here in Glasgow. That's you, up to date, on go. What the Go Radio Business Show is, it's given us and given the business a voice to say what the Scottish economy could be. I hope that driving enterprise and business is at the heart of whoever is running any government. We believe in people striving, working hard, taking on people, creating the jobs. And we have to make it that we are so attractive for people to come here and to open businesses. But at the moment, it looks like when you listen to startups and scale-ups, it's the opposite. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Thomas. Morning, a, a bit of a buzzier intro there, Willie. I like it <laughs> in, in the gallery. I like it. <laughs> right, well, let's start off a wee bit of global business news. Let's talk about our old pal, Elon Musk. Elon. Ah, he's in the news again this week. Willie, have you read the book? No, I by haven't. By Walter Isaacson. Yep. So for all the listeners, it's a great read. My one thing at the end of it was, I don't want to be Elon. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone would be. So for the listeners, in the last five years the value of Tesla has increased by 1,000%. Wow. Right, which is unbelievable. The company today is worth $660 billion, Wow. Okay, and he's only third behind the other two big guys in front of him. Yeah. But this week, he's come under a bit of pressure. Uh-huh. The share price dropped by 6% okay. right, on Thursday, Friday. And it's all because that he is saying that production will not go to the level. So I think they produced 1.8 million cars last year. Yep. And it's they're going to only produce 2.2 million next year. Yep. But what he's done is he's doing what he usually does, right? When he's backs to the wall, he always throws one out there, okay. right? And what he said is, is that by 2025 that he will be mass producing to the level of 10,000 a week, right? Wow. An affordable electric car. Right. So the cheapest Tesla you can buy at the moment is $45,000. And he has put out a sign out to all the supply chain to say that I want you to come and work with me because by the end of 2025, I want to put a car in the market that costs $25,000. Wow. Right. I still think he's a he's a genius, but all geniuses are flawed, and he is certainly flawed in ways. But I mean, just to come up with a new car, Willie, and the supply chain, as you say, and how you engineer it, and how you produce it, and the parts. I mean, it's a miracle that that ever happened. But he's under a bit of pressure now with the Chinese manufacturing. Yes, you know the Chinese are great at sitting back watching, letting somebody be the pioneer, make the mistakes, and then nip in. Um, and that's exactly what they've done. Yes, and and that's what they're good at. And right. you know, I mean, that's that that's how the market works. But you're right; he's always innovating, and he's always just teases the market with, "Okay, here's what's happening," but here, here's what's maybe going to happen. Yes, and. I've saw an initial design of this car, and I tell you what, I would want one. But he's also done his usual. I'm going to buy more stock. 
<laughs> right? So I'm backing myself, so all you guys better back us. And that's only when the shares drop by 6%. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, I think his last stroke, remember, when he went and spent two billion of the company's money buying Bitcoin. Yes. <laughs> right? And that didn't go too well. And it's interesting now with, with Twitch or X or whatever it's called now. <laughs> <laughs> right? That, see how he gets on with that one. But I think, but the one thing that you're spot on about is he thought it was a big, big move, the right move to open in China and didn't realise it meant now that the Chinese didn't come, had to come to Europe to take pictures to copy you. You could just buy one in Beijing. <laughs> and now Chinese manufacturers of electric cars are outselling them. Which right. is quite unbelievable. Yes, in but, a short time. You know, we've got we've got two, got a couple of Teslas, really like them. A lot of my friends who are in the motor trade don't think electric is the long-term answer because yeah. of the charging mm-hmm. that's got to be happening. And they're talking about hydrogen. I don't know, Willie. Um, you any thoughts on that? I hope they're wrong. I've just spent a fortune buying a complete electric car. I must <laughs> say, which is phenomenal, phenomenal. But again, I, I don't go far enough to worry about where the charging points are. Right? Yeah. I do the charging at my house. The but range, I love it. I love it. The range anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I think Elon will continue to inspire us and amuse us in equal measure, I would say. Okay, so again, sticking on the global theme, and we mentioned China. Big, big moves this week in China because of the underlying difficulties that China is finding. Uh Um, Obviously, um, there's the debt burden across the local authorities throughout China. This week, President Xi has told them that they have to tighten their belts But interestingly, at the same time that he's allowing the banks to drop the ratio of cash reserves that they had for liabilities. Right. So this is a big, big move. And it's it's out there, I think, to try and prop up the yen or whatever it may be. But it just shows you that, no, we said before, if China sneezes everywhere will catch a cold yep. and it certainly looks like the financial situation in China at the moment is not in best shape. I think it, it puts into perspective if President Xi is telling his local authorities to tighten their belt, it's not quite the same as our First Minister telling Glasgow City Council, will he? <laughs> well, I don't think it's that far removed, to be honest with you, right? Yeah, I think during that reign, it was a wee bit totalitarian, I would think, right? Yeah, it was certainly a bit of a dictatorship. So let's get a wee bit more near at home. But a sad news, obviously, in the last few days about Aberdeen paying off 500 people, again, cutting back and stuff. Yeah, so just, just for the listeners, just to, to let them know what Aberdeen does, it's a fund manager, um, used to be called Aberdeen Asset <laughs> Management, and they basically take pension money, they take people's money, endowments, etc., and they invest it in the stock markets. But the the, the numbers involved, Willie, are absolutely huge. They've had an outflow of funds. This is funds that they manage on behalf of others of about $9.5 billion, um, in the six months to December 23. Yes. I mean, that's only six months. There's people with £9.5 billion pounds have said, I don't want you to run my money anymore. So, of course, they've had to cut their jobs. You know, there's there's another colossus in um, Edinburgh, which a lot of people don't know about, called Billy Gifford. Yes. Now, they've got about £223 
rebellion under management. Mm-hmm. And they're seen around the world as one of the best in the world at managing these funds. But even they're having a, a slightly harder time simply because interest rates, you know, you can stick money in the bank and it's thought of as risk-free, mm-hmm. which it, it was until the great financial crisis, and you get 5%. So you don't need to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So that's the benchmark that these people have got to work to, and people at Aberdeen have, have not been hitting it, Willie. And unfortunately, it's about 10% of the workforce. It's you know, a lot of people. a lot of people, and it's, it's a lot of people. bad times just after the new year. We see that, uh, obviously, people in the Scottish Parliament are listening to the show. Oh. Obviously, they've been talking this week, Ross Greer, the Green MP, is talking about maybe a four-day week for the public sector. Right. Right. So we, we mentioned that last week, and we talked about it, and I had actually looked through it for years and years. The only thing about standing up as a politician and saying a four-day week for the public sector, I forget how they, they don't mention who's going to pay for it. Yes. Right. And it's a private sector that will pay for it. Yes. I mean... <sighs> I've got a bit of an issue with this, if I'm perfectly honest. So if if somebody wanted to work less, then they would get paid less by the employer. And as as long as it suited both parties, a bit like the, the lady we doing last week talked about flexible working, it's got to work for both. Yeah. But if it's this entitlement mentality of, well, I only want to work four days, but you, my employer, have got to pay me for five, that doesn't work, will it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't and, work. And, and it doesn't help as we were GDP. I mean, it's like it's less product, productive. Yeah. But what I would say is, is if you can find a way that I've been trying to do for years and years, is if you can find a way you can make this, you know, if you work four 10-hour shifts, yep. right, then fine, then you've, you've, you've done your bit for the week, then that's fine. If that works for yeah. people, but, but that's not what you'll be talking about. You'll be talking about four, just working four days. No. So you'll be wanting to cut people's working week Right, to that stage. Now, to be fair to him, maybe that's not what you're saying, but if it is, does he understand what that does to our GDP, to our output? So I, I read that Morrison's, a supermarket, had tried it and they had actually scrapped the four-day week scheme. Yeah. Now, they were making, you know, one of the days was at the weekend, Willie. So that didn't suit the employee. So that didn't work. But I also read, I don't know if you know anything about it, that Asda were trying it as well. Yeah. I think people, employers are trying different things to keep the employees happy, but it's got to suit both. Yeah. If it's one-sided, if it's too much the employer, yeah. or if it's too much the employee, I don't think it's going to work. What did you think, Tom, in the news as well coming out now for trading during Christmas that most people were down? Yeah. You know, quite, I see quiz were down 11%. Yeah, I mean, I think... What's happening here, Willie? When I was in, in retail, there only you could only go to the shops. Yes, there was no such thing as e-commerce, and mm-hmm. through the pandemic, e-commerce really took a bigger stake because people were not allowed to go out. Yeah. It's been quite interesting the COVID inquiry up in Scotland this week. But yes. um, so, and then it's it's came back a bit with the e-commerce as people. So I think, um, and this is my issue with commercial rates that businesses have been asked to pay in Scotland because it used to be 100% of their business went through a shop and you paid your business rates and that was fine but now let's just say the amount if you're a retailer like Quiz maybe they've got 60% of their business coming through their shops and 40 e-commerce but they've been asked to pay a higher and higher 
business rates on their shops. Yeah. And the Scottish government has not followed Westminster. There was a 75% yeah. um, discount in the hospitality sector, helping leisure, hospitality. The Scottish government have not followed that. This is why I say businesses you and I speak to, they don't feel this Scottish government has their back. And that is disgraceful. I think what this indicates also, Tom, and you've seen it all the, year, all the years when you've been retailing, that people always, even when things were tough, people always found the money at Christmas. Yep. Right? They, they made sure that their kids you know, didn't suffer. I think things are so bad for people. And I think these figures include both online and in the, in the high street. Oh, do they really? Yes. Right. So I think now that people are at the limit. You know, people this year, for the first time in many years, have been looking at where they have to draw the line. And I think you'll find when it all comes out, I, I wonder if anybody's numbers will be up at all. Yeah. On last year. The person that I listen to the most in the high street is Simon Wolfson at Next. Yeah. So, it's a brilliantly managed business and he has got a big mix of online and his shops. But he's he's got a graph that shows the decreasing amount that's going to come from his shops and he's, he's squeezing his, his estate yes. there. It's a very interesting thing, but at a time of change, business rates need to be tackled by governments and nobody seems to be grasping that nettle, will he? Yeah. And also, I see that um, Royal Mail are back in the news again this week. They're talking about dropping their, their letter deliveries, maybe from six days down to five, and even potentially going as low as three. They're saying that, you know, given that parcels uh, would be affected, should businesses be concerned about this? Um, as posts gone the way of the, the dodo these days for businesses? The dodo. <laughs> I haven't heard of the dodo for a while, will I? Um, so, I mean, this is when the post office used to, you know, when, when we used to send letters, <laughs> remember letters, Willie? And um, when we used to send letters and there was no other way and then email come in and then, you know, you can send cards and everything. So here's another business that's in change and is, you know, who's managing this change? Is the leadership of that business understanding the change that needs to come in? Um, I don't know the answer here, but they're losing a great deal of money, Willie. Yeah. So either the customer pays if they want a Saturday delivery or that business has got to rationalise. Well, I certainly hope if they've got hundreds of millions in savings that they give it all to the sub-postmasters sub where they made their lives a misery. Yeah, so I mean, I think that story continues. I think legislation is going to go through Westminster and I was actually heartened by our own First Minister saying that if he could, he would just follow Westminster if it was going to be quicker. That was the first time I've actually heard a First Minister in Scotland say he would follow Westminster, but, but good on him for yeah. it. Now, whether he does it, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll see. judge him by that. Yeah. But I thought that was quite refreshing. Great. And I see also that Santander, a um, bit of a lone voice, have decided that, no, the market is not getting as good as it says, and they've actually put fixed rate mortgages up. I know, it's... I, just after Christmas, um, four of the biggest lenders put their mortgage rates down. I didn't quite understand why they were being so bullish, Willie, because, you know, there was economic data. I didn't quite encourage that. And then Santander has said, oh, hang on a minute. We can't borrow money at these rates. Therefore, there's only one person pays. You've got it, the customer. You're right. 
And also, we've talked about it in the past, the ULEs, but see that the government is feeling the heat from lobby groups after its surprising slashing of the Scottish public transport budgets earmarked for the electrification of the bus fleet. All this is coming in the hot heels of the furora about the ULEs. So we'll see we'll be doing something in one hand and taking it away in the other. So I always remember, I didn't quite understand what was happening with ULEs, and you explained to me that you thought it was a tax on the poor. Yes. Because of the older vehicles, if you couldn't afford a newer car, you were going to pay. Correct. Um, and therefore, what alternative do people have but public transport then? Yes. And is this is this being cut well, or is it a transition to electric? Well, or there something? was a plan to spend hundreds of millions electrifying electrifying the bus fleet right, right on, on on SBT. But what's the stats? And uh, to be honest, I don't understand these numbers. But up until last week, it showed you that since the introduction of ULES, that the usage of public transports went down by twenty five percent. So I don't I don't get that. It's going down. Well, I think people are just saying, you know what. I'm not going to the town anymore. If you're going to the town, to be fair, that's what you would think. So maybe Stuart Patrick will be able to explain that to us if he's next on, will he? Well. Um, I don't understand it, I must tell you. So we can't let a week go by without mentioning the friend of the show, Patrick Harvey. Oh, Patrick. Right, so he's back to try and introduce more rent control measures as the emergency measures introduced during COVID expire on the 1st of April. The Minister is looking to bring in new rules that will allow for some rent increases but with complex caps on it and right for tenants to appeal. Some groups call the measures over-complex, making it hard for landlords to get rights or tenants to understand what is allowed. We parry again up to these games. Here it is again. So, do we agree that there should be affordable rents for people in Scotland? You and I both agree that. And we agree with Patrick Harvey on that. And in our own ways, we're working on it behind the scenes. Absolutely. So, we agree at the strategic level. Where we disagree is how you do it. And I was looking at stats this week, Willie, and it said that Scotland is the only place where landlords are selling up. The rest of the UK, there's just been something, you know, London, Manchester, rental sector is growing because people are getting a return for it. And what we've always said in the show is rent caps, in the short term, it's a cheap headline for a politician. In the long term, it chokes supply and it puts the rental prices up. And I think if Patrick Harvey sat with the big rental people, people who make a living from it, and said, can we work together because we both want the same thing? But I think it went out for two weeks of consultation. Now, the people I spoke to said, Tom, two weeks of consultation on a bill going through Parliament, they've not even read what we've said to them. They've decided it before they've even listened to us. And it's overcomplicated. It won't work. And what it'll do is it'll mean less houses being made available for people in Scotland to rent. And in the long term, that means people pay far too much. And I see again this week that he's again trying to force people into having to buy heat pumps. Heat pumps, oh right? my God. Right. So here's here's what I'd say. This is the last time. Two no, things. No. No, 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 two things, two things. I'm going to invite Patrick Harvey for the last time to come and see a house that will be the model for affordable rents 
where you don't have to go through Parliament to change the law. If everyone follows what I'm doing, we will be in a much, much better place. The and country, energy the efficient. People, and energy efficient. But everything at the heart of this development is for the benefit of the tenant, right? And the I can back that up. So we're inviting you, Paddy, to come and see it. Right, and also what I do is I like to put a challenge out. I did it last week, and I'd like to do it again. Right, since Patrick has brought it up again about heat pumps, I am challenging him or anyone else. Right, I will pay for the testing. It's Drafclyde University. If anybody wants to come and demonstrate to me that a heat pump is the way forward to attack climate change. Right, and I'm saying it's not. So here's a challenge. So, and I'm, this challenge is not just to Patrick Harvey. If anybody out there who's selling heat pumps on the basis that they say use 500 watts and get 3.5 kilowatt out, I am absolutely debunking that. <laughs> and anybody that says that heat pumps gives us four times the energy produced, then I'm putting out a challenge. And what I'm saying, Thomas, after the trials. Strathclyde University will get our friend Professor Sir Jim McDonald to carry the test if I am wrong I will come on this show and eat the biggest plate of humble pie that you have ever seen I don't think you can say fairer than that Willie I think I really hope someone takes you up in this challenge and I just want to finish by saying you know th does this Scottish government have the back of business because business is the only way we pay for all the seemingly free things that the government is giving. You know, the free baby box, the free um, prescriptions, the free... They're not actually free. Somebody needs to pay for them and it's the yes. taxpayer that pays for them. Um, calling them free, it's maybe free to that person, but it's not free to the taxpayers of Scotland. And we might agree with that that's the way, but we need a flourishing business sector with the government having our back... And all I would say is rates, six bands of income tax, the tourist tax, all these things, the businesses you and I speak to, they don't believe this Scottish government has their back and that needs to change now. They are all barriers to growth. Coming next, Hunter and Hockey chat to Lucinda Bruce Gardine, founder of Genius Foods and chair of Scotland Food and Drink. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. Planning some home improvements, an extension, a sunroom, or a loft or garage conversion? Well, who better to get the job done than the 2023 Scottish Home Improvement Award winners of Scotland's best joinery firm and Scotland's best building contractor. At Future Building Developments, we don't take any money up front. We provide a payment plan and work schedule prior to the work commencing and all of our work is fully insured and guaranteed. Search for Future Building Developments online. This year, it's never been easier to get active in Glasgow. Thanks to Glasgow Life's Activity Finance, you can find over 700 weekly activities. Whether you want to hit the ground running, literally, with your choice of running clubs, kick off the year with karate classes, or take things at your own pace with health walks and vitality classes. It's no wonder Glasgow was European capital of sport in 2023. Find your activity now. Just search Glasgow Life Activity Finder and get active in 2024. Scottish tubes and fittings are the go-to guys for pipework, fabrication and supplies. Whether it's copper, steel or galvanised you need, stainless steel or UPVC. 
They do cab design, boilers, pumps, valves and gauges. 27 years they've been in this game. Exceptional. Through the ages. Did you know Scottish tubes and fittings are open seven days a week? Call Glasgow 647 5000. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. This week's special guest is Lucinda Bruce Gardine, founder of Genius Foods, one of the UK's leading gluten free bakery brands and chair of Scotland Food and Drink. So, hi, Lucinda. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And um, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for all the support you give Scottish Edge as well. That's a pleasure. I, I absolutely love it. You're always smiling up there on the platform. And <laughs> um, I know you give a lot of the businesses your time and effort and help. So thank you for that. It's a pleasure. So Genius Foods is, is maybe the middle of the story. I'm not going to say it's the end of the story because there's still a lot to come. Tell us a wee bit about your background and how you came to be doing that sort of thing. Okay, so food has always been my absolute passion. Um, My family ran a very large catering and hotel business in London. Uh And they always said to me, don't go into food. You know, it's <laughs> right. antisocial, it's badly paid, you know, it's 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 really hard work. You know, go and be a go and be a lawyer, go and be a doctor. Right. And so I went off to study physiology because I love science, but thinking possibly then I would turn that into being a doctor. Decided so, in the so end where did you study? In London, right. at Queen okay. Mary's University okay. uh, in the East End. And um, decided I didn't want to be a doctor in the end, but I wanted to do something that helped people and I wanted to do something with food. Right. So when I left university, I went to Leith School of Food and Wine in London. Oh, um, Yes. Okay. And had, an, had the most amazing time learning how to cook, you know, croissants and soufflés. And, and there was a pub attached to the school that I would go and sit in every night with all of the other students and we'd sit with piles of books and we'd go through all the recipe books and it and we were just in heaven we were in heaven we were with our kindred spirits and right. it was amazing and we'd get thrown out of the pub at midnight every night and we'd <laughs> off we'd go with all our books and be there the following day and so I wanted to hone my skills so I then went to Babendum which is a Michelin star restaurant in London or it was at the time I know it well um, on the Fulham Road and I worked there uh, under Simon Hopkinson. So as a... As a chef. Chef, right, okay. I was, a she- I was chef to party of cold starters, which meant wow. I was shucking oysters to order. I was shelling crabs and lobsters to order. I had no hands, basically. Within six months of being there, my hands were sort and, of and dissolved. Me, was it as brutal as... It was pretty brutal, yeah. yes. It, it's hard really hard. But what it taught me is that I could work really hard under masses of pressure <laughs> at, a, at very high standards um, and for very long hours. Right. And, you know, but, and that's a good lesson when you're 23. Yeah. That's a good lesson. And it toughened me up and it, it made me gritty. Right. And, but I knew I didn't want to work in a Michelin star kitchen for very long. No. Um, because it was, it was brutal. So I then ran a catering company in London. Right. Then went to Italy and, and catered uh, over there for American and um, UK art and architecture tourists. Right. In, just outside Lucca. And that was amazing. I learned all about Italian and Tuscan food. Lucca's a beautiful place. And I was making fresh bread every day uh, for all... I was looking after 45 guests. Right. 
And I was working really hard, creating you know, all sorts of lovely food for them, made fresh bread every day, and became very, very interested in the fact that on a stormy day, my bread wouldn't rise. And on a beautiful sunny day with blue skies, the, the quality of my bread was so much better. And so right. that was sort of, you know, with my scientific brain and the fact that you're using yeast, which is a, an organism, it's a live organism, I found that very, very interesting. So, um, so I really, really started to get very, very interested in bread. Um, I went, came back to the UK. Leith School of Food and Wine asked me to write the Science of Cooking uh, course book that they use now. Right. And it's about the functionality of ingredients and why you use wheat flour in bread versus a cake versus white sauce, what it's doing in there. And so I spent four years writing that book on all the mainstream ingredients that we use all the time, which was fascinating. And during that time, I had my first two children. Um, my eldest son... My goodness, you're busy. ...is very, very allergic to dairy. Ah. And we found out when he was about three months old that he couldn't touch dairy. Right. And then my second son, while I was just finishing off the book, so, so you know, two and a half years later, um, was diagnosed with gluten intolerance. Right. And so I'd spent four years writing about the science of mainstream ingredients. And so that had given me the knowledge to, to think, okay, well, I know what those ingredients are doing. So how would I substitute those for people with allergies? So I wrote a book called How to Cook for Food Allergies, um, which, which was... Um, creating the food that we lived on at home that I love to give my family um, that didn't have dairy, nuts, gluten, soy or eggs because those are the five major allergen groups. And that book had to have a gluten-free bread recipe in it because I'd realised there was no gluten-free bread. So uh, what's the timeline for this, Lucinda? So that's really the first 10 years of my career. Right. Um, And yeah, and there was, I'd realised, you know, with Angus, with his dairy allergy, it wasn't difficult. You know, you could live a Mediterranean, Asian diet, no problem. Gluten was a whole different ball ball game because it creates the structure of all the bakery products that we eat. Bread, cake, pastry, it's it's integral. The gluten in the wheat flour is integral. Everything we love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everything we love, exactly. And gluten is in two thirds of the food that we eat. So it really does have a massive bearing. And I couldn't find any bread anywhere that I wanted to feed my son. It was all hard bricks, um, shrouded in lots of plastic, nine-month shelf life because no one wanted to buy it. (laughs) And it was just shocking. And it was £7 a loaf. And I just thought, this isn't good enough. This is my moment. Um, And my family are very entrepreneurial. I'd always thought, well, I need to do something myself, get a business off the ground. It ticked the health box, it ticked the food box, and I was off. And so I spent three years, well, 18 months in my kitchen at home, basically um, <laughs> literally blending five grams of all of the gluten-free ingredients I could find in my local health food shop wow. until I'd created the structure of bread. And I made thousands of loaves a day. The kids would come, sorry, over that period, I, the kids would come back, there'd be about 14 loaves of bread on the side. And they'd say, that one tastes good, mum. So but all son, the others are terrible. Your son was a guinea pig. The, the three, your three sons by three this sons. stage were guinea pigs. And it took 18 months for them to say, mum, that's delicious. Can I have some more? And children, so don't, children don't lie. Wow. And they were my chief tasters. Wow. So I stopped... Yeah, you have to, when you're inventing something, you have to know when to stop 
<laughs> because you can com- you can continue to invent and invent and invent and and try and get to perfection. Yeah. You have to know when it's good enough. And when when the kids said that's delicious, Mom. Can I have some more? Right, right. That's it. I'm going to stop. I'm going to get you come in and lecture my IT find... guys. Right, seriously. <laughs> exactly. Who want to, you know, take it to the next level every week? You know, it's another six million. <laughs> yeah. But what a story! What a story! So yeah, that's that's amazing. So, out of a family need, your yes. business grew, but but yes. you had the background. You had served as well. He likes to say an apprenticeship. Yeah about learning about hard work and but you also had the education for the science yeah. to understand what was happening in the food. Yeah. So what happens yes. then? Go so, for the kitchen, what happens? So the customer says, Mum, I love it. What happens so now? So basically it became a calling and I became, you know, totally passionate and it was my problem to solve. And so once I'd got to a point where I had a loaf of bread coming out of my oven, I'd broken two ovens and broken my Magimix by this stage a couple of times. <laughs> um, I walked into my local Sainsbury's store and said, look, I need somewhere to scale this recipe up. I'm not going to show it to anyone. I'm not going to show it to any investors until I've scaled it. There's no point in showing someone something that's come out of your oven at home mm-hmm. right. uh, because they won't take that seriously. So, you know, when you're developing something from scratch, commercialize it because that's when the fun starts that's when the true challenge starts um and the sales manager was quite surprised and I said well you've got my book on the shelf so I'm not completely mad I need somewhere to make this bread and they said well literally um you know 20 miles out of Edinburgh in Bathgate uh-huh. there's the largest gluten-free bakery in the country and did you know that? and I just moved up from London All right. you can probably tell I'm not Scottish I'd moved up while I was writing my book and um, I couldn't believe it. I mean, literally 20 miles down the road was the wow. largest gluten-free bakery in the UK. So, so who owned that? Finsbury Food Group. Finsbury, right. right okay. So went to see them, said, here you are, come up with this bread. And um, they agreed to help me scale it up. So, when, you know, one of the challenges people um, say to me is, look, people make it sound so easy, but trying to get an appointment, with people it's difficult Tom so how do you get in with you know you, you, you chance your arm at Sainsbury's but how do you get in to see the Finsbury people I think the, I, I think I probably just sounded very compelling on the phone <laughs> and probably quite determined and I think probably with my background that helped a little bit right. the fact that you know, my CV said that I knew something about food okay, you know yeah. and I'd written books on how to cook for food allergies so so that probably helped. That gave yeah. me a platform. Gives you credibility. And yeah. I have to say, I think writing books can be a very good way to, to, to create a platform doors. for yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So okay. Lucinda, did they taste yeah. your bread and say, this is as good or better than anything that we are making? They were astounded yeah. because at the time they made pita breads, um, sort of flat things. Yes. Uh-huh. Or things that didn't have to move very much or rise very much. Yeah. Because that's the difficulty um, with gluten-free. Free. You're having to get it to double in size and then stay there while it's being baked and then while it cools and then while you slice it. And that structural element is exceptionally difficult. It's the scaffolding. You're creating the scaffolding from a a glass of water. Um, I was turning that into a loaf of bread. Right. So, so, so it was it was difficult, and 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 as I said, you know, when you go from um, small to large scale, that's when the fun starts. Because if there are idiosyncrasies, 
at small scale yeah. in your blend, in your formulation, no matter what, what it is, whether it's food or something else, those idiosyncrasies amplify. As you grow. As, as, you, as you grow the volume of what you're making. Yeah. And we were finding that different batches of ingredients behave completely differently. If we use tapioca starch from Vietnam, the bread we'd have to chip the bread out of the oven. It would be rising so much. Right. If we use tapioca starch from South America, the bread turned out brilliantly. Um, wow. You know, and there's, there was so much So you were so learning by learning. doing. We were learning by doing. It was trial and error. It took a year. I was working on night shift. And, and um, what was your deal it with? It took a year with, to get it sorted. With Finsbury Foods. Were they saying, okay, if you can solve this, we're going to give you orders or we're going to... What, what was the deal? So the deal was that I think they were fascinated right. and they, they wanted to help me um, and they knew I wanted to start a business and we asked them to license it. So, so while I was going about scaling the bread with, with them, um, I was speaking to people that wanted to invest in the idea. Right. Um, I was approached um, by Sir Bill Gamble. Yeah. Um, whose son was at school uh, with my son. And, and he'd say, listen, why are you always covered in flour? <laughs> well, because I've been at the bakery, you know, scaling my gluten-free bread. And he said, well, you must show me when, it's, when, you've, when you've managed. Right. And when I dropped some around to his house, he rang me literally within 24 hours to say, Lucinda, this is going to change my life. This is going to change the lives of many other people. So was he gluten? And yes, I've been celiac wow. for 30 years. I haven't been able to eat bread for 30 years. And I'd like to support you. Wow. <laughs> and so together we sort of, we then, I mean, Bill Bill was obviously very established up here. I wasn't. Um, you know, I, I was a mum of a five, three and one-year-old, ha- having moved up from London not long before. And, and he was able to introduce me to some people that could help me turn my, my product into a, into a brand, which right. I'd never done before. So again, I think that's really important. Make sure you get the right people around you. Uh, don't ever feel as an entrepreneur that that you can do everything. No, <laughs> because you can't. Yeah, you know, you'll have a superpower in one area or maybe two, but you won't have a superpower in all those areas. And so, get people in around you that will help you turn something special into something wonderful. Um, so, right. Yeah. So, so Bill invested. So Bill invested, and he, he brought some others along. Yes, he brought some right, others okay. along. We um, we we were able to invest in the team um, to actually do the day job. As well, I was so, in the bakery covered in flour. So, how did you go um, about knowing how to build your team then? Because you've been on your own for a week. Yes, while. it was three years on my own. It was a big deal sharing the project right. with someone else or with other people because you know you, there's a lot of trust that goes into suddenly working with others. And um, it was I knew that I needed the help because I, I had never commercialized an FMCG product before. Yep. Um, and so I took a lot of guidance really from the board that that um, I was now working with, all of whom were were serious businessmen. And obviously I was working with the bakery. We were license, licensing them to make the bread. So so we had, you know, I'd been working with them flawlessly for, you know, So Finsbury continued years. to manufacture yes, for you? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Right. So you've got the IP on the recipe? Well, yes, there was a trade secret. Yes, um, <laughs> okay. But that's how you got your money. And yes. So they were paying yeah. a licence fee? Yes. 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 So that kept yes. your cash flow kind of yes. going. Yes, yes. Yeah. And yeah. then in the end, actually, um, because um, it, it went gangbusters, basically yeah. the moment the bread hit 
Tesco's. So Tesco decided to put us into 700 stores across the UK. Wow. Having never sold a loaf of bread. I mean, that that was the groundbreaking sort of, it, it was that groundbreaking. Right. And how much was, was your loaf? Because it was the first fresh, it was the first fresh product yeah. on the market. And the loaf was £2.49 wow. rather than seven. Wow. Right. Because I was determined that it had to be accessible yeah. and affordable to everyone. Well done. Because I was horrified that people who were diagnosed on average at the age of 60 were having to pay that much money for a loaf of bread. It just felt wrong. Yeah. So I wanted to make it as affordable as possible. So, it, yeah, people were people were crying on the end of the phone. I'd be at home on my laptop <laughs> trying to get back to consumers. Um, and I'd have mums ringing saying, you know, my son can now have a sandwich in his in his lunchbox. Wow, amazing. And he's not being bullied yeah. at lunchtime anymore. Yeah. You know, and it was just overwhelming. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Mm. So <laughs> um you're you're then you've got the idea, you've learned by doing, you're now scaling. How scary was that? It if was at all? very scary <laughs> and very tough. Because, you know, back to the idiosyncrasies, um, suddenly we were just getting through batches and batches and batches of ingredients. We went from naught to 10,000 loaves a week. A week? Yes. And um, (laughs) very quickly, because 700 stores across the UK Mm -hmm. had queues of people waiting for the bread to be be delivered (laughs) because it was only delivered twice a week at the time because because the supermarkets didn't realise the demand. Right. for the bread because gluten-free bread had never sold before because it was such poor it was quality. A new category. So it was a completely new category. Amazing. So so it was it was really tough. So we all of a sudden they're saying right serious okay. quality issues. Really? Serious quality really hard to be getting great bread out 24/7. You know we went literally from um 12 hours a day to 24 hours a day making bread 24/7. Very, very sensitive formulation, very sensitive process, far too manual for its own good. Right. Um, So it was really tough. I used to have black hair. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) I now have very white hair. Um, But yes, it was a a journey. So for the the listeners, MD, who's in the middle of scaling, any, with hindsight, any, any nuggets of information? Absolutely. So know the science. So if you're developing something from scratch, um, it's so important to have scientists working around you, asking questions, asking the poignant questions, looking at the specifications of the materials that you're using, looking at the process in minute detail, understanding what causes an issue and how you put it right. You can save so much money, so much wasted material, and be so much more efficient if you know the science behind what you're trying to produce, particularly when you're in that scaling phase. I mean, you're in charge of the science. Um, so was, I, was that your superpower? I think I, I think in a very scientific way, but I'm also a real foodie. Right. Um, and I suppose I was just head down in it, trying to, trying to make it work um, with the team at the bakery. Um, I could have done with an awful lot more help. Um, right. And we ended up working with Edinburgh University the physics school there, right? Um, the soft matter physicists. Imagine I, that for a loaf of bread, while well, um, yes. and and they were amazing. They helped us with the stability of the bubble structure. They helped <laughs> us understand the specifications of the ingredients we needed to be using. 
they were amazing. And, you know, after 10 years of a lot of guesswork, we had answers to some really, really big questions very quickly. And so I'm a real evangelist around the importance of science for the food industry. Right. Because a lot of people go out there making granny's, granny's cake or uh-huh. granny's jam, uh, that, it, you know, without that science yeah. in the background. And it's amazing that so many people now can can enjoy a loaf of bread you couldn't before. At the height, how many mm. would you be doing a week that go from 10,000 to 20? Oh, golly, well, we were making millions wow. a month. A yeah. month? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, all I mean, the time. Yeah. Bread, the, the bakery shop yeah. twi- twice a year. So, yeah. And how soon yeah. was it when someone came along and copied? It took five years yeah. for our competitor to, our main competitor to get anywhere near yeah. the quality of the bread. So it's quite a while. You get a good run. Yeah, yeah, good run. yeah, it was a good run. We should have had more confidence in that, that it was going to be harder yeah. for other people to do it. So your business is going great. You have plenty of challenges in there. Um, what's the next bit of the story? So I was basically head down um, trying to get um, bread out of the door for the UK market. I was also trying to get bread up um, out of the door for the North American market from Canada. I was in Spain getting bread out of the door for the Southern European market. Very, very challenging times. Spread too thin? Uh, definitely. But, and I think that's another thing, if you have a product that, that has genuine wow factor, it, it's it's so important not to spread yourself too thin and take every opportunity that comes your way. Because if you have something great, everyone wants it and everyone wants a particular version of it. And you just can't do that when you are learning about your product as well and trying to cement yourself in your market or in your in your top markets because you end up doing everything badly. So be really, (laughs) really careful to focus on the highest size of prize and doing it really well and then then looking to the next opportunity. And are you still running Genius Foods today? No. So I I exited. So we sold. We sold the business in 2021 uh, to a German business called Catches. Um, They're still based in Bathgate. Um, I had great. I had done my bit. Um, I had literally spent sixteen years with my head in the mixing bowl, um, <laughs> and felt that I'd I'd changed the category. I'd I'd created a category. I'd changed the market. People could now buy really decent gluten free bakery products. It wasn't just bread. It was you know we had twenty five products in the market, mm-hmm. both in the UK and around the world, and it was time to do something else. And I'm now just delighted to be. Um, chairing Scotland Food and Drink, which does a very, very important job to support uh, the food and drink sector here in Scotland. Um, We've identified a £4 billion opportunity over the next five years for growth in Scotland. And I'm just delighted to be raising awareness of the importance of the food sector, food and drink sector. Um, Not only is it very important for our our economy, that we employ more people than any other sector across the UK in food and drink. Wow. but it's also um, vital for the health um, of our nation. You know, yeah. the food and drink sector are creating our food security, which in this day and age is incredibly important with supply chains yeah. broken. Um, and I'm also very, very keen to be promoting the innovation that's going on um, in response to many of the um, many of the challenges we have geopolitical, but climate change. Yep. 
and all of the other things that we're dealing with. Um, and there's some amazing stuff going on in Scotland um, oh. using serious technology. We've got AI being used um, to to scan uh, menus and um, recipes for for errors in in, in ingredients. Uh, that's Liberate. Um, we've got businesses that are learning to track the behaviour of fish movement in fish farms um, <laughs> to, to ensure wow. that the fish are happy. Um, <laughs> so can we say that using AI so is using your loaf? No, is that, is oh, that yes, no exactly. Oh, AI, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's lots of great yeah. stuff. So, listen, that you've you've been through the full gambit of the entrepreneurial journey. Which bit did you enjoy the best? I think I got a real buzz, obviously, um, when I was developing genius bread right at the beginning it was just the most amazing thing to see that bread recipe turning not not you know turning into a loaf to begin with but then turning into many loaves going around our spiral cooler and coming out of the oven right and then and then the listing into 700 supermarkets across the uk was just made the whole effort so worthwhile and I knew the impact that bread would have so that was a very exciting time I have to say now I feel just as purposeful would you do it all again I would you would I would but I need not to, everybody would I would mm. do it but I need to find my next big thing right. I scan all the time I scan all the time for ideas I'm helping <laughs> I'm helping other founders um, particularly female founders mm. um, just helping them as much as I can with sharing my experience. Yep. Um, I'm doing my bit for the Scottish food and drink industry. Um, but and I Scottish am also, Edge. And yep. Scottish Edge. You're helping everyone in there. Yep. Absolutely. And I love doing that. I get such a, a buzz. And looking for my next Well, Cinder, what a wonderful journey. story. Thank you so much That's for coming pleasure. on this morning. That's a pleasure. It's been wonderful to see you both again. Thank you for having me. So thanks for coming in because I see you all the time at the Edge um, events, but I never actually knew the story of genius and it was quite genius absolutely so thanks for coming in more power to your elbow and keep supporting as it edge thank you i absolutely will thank you so much thank you very much thank you the go radio business show with hunter and hockey listen anywhere anytime wherever you get your podcasts when you need a van sean's your man At Cameron Commercials, sourcing top quality commercial vehicles is what we do best. With years of experience and an extensive network of trusted suppliers, we'll source the perfect vehicle for the best possible price. And as an independent company, we supply all makes and models. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, your man at Cameron Commercials. A blocked dream, a problem with your plumbing. Then call the professionals, Dino Rod. Across Glasgow, west of Scotland and Ayrshire, our team of local drain engineers are available 24-7 for your drainage emergency. For commercial or domestic properties, we offer a fixed price, no obligation quote, and all of our work is guaranteed. Dino Rod, rated excellent on Trustpilot. Visit dinorod-glasgow.co.uk. 
Looking for Scotland's most trusted and reliable window and door company? Vantage Windows and Doors has been voted the Witch Trusted Trader of the Year for 2023, outshining over 5,000 Witch-approved UK home improvement companies. And for the fifth consecutive year, we've won awards at the prestigious Scottish Home Improvement Awards. For incredible customer service and fantastic value for money, choose Vantage. Find us on social media or visit doubleglazingscotland.uk.com. The border you can't afford. This is the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Tom, real interesting guest this morning. Yes. Mike Annandale, he's the managing director of the Five Golf Studio. Mike, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much. Thanks welcome very much to the programme, Mike. I am really interested to know what you do because I haven't read the notes this morning. Perfect. <laughs> I can tell you it's interesting. <laughs> okay, well, Mike, tell us listeners a wee bit about what you do and then obviously your question. So I've got uh, a few businesses on the go that I do with my partner, Melanie Greenwood, and one of them is an indoor golf studio, Fife Golf Studio. Um, and it's an indoor facility. Uh, it's a, it's a, the technology and it's fantastic. Right. You know, you've got uh, the plate you stand on is hydraulic, so it just moves automatically in line with the course contours. Oh, wow. You've got the auto tee there. There's different mats for rough fairway and, and sand for when you're in the bunkers. So it's got really good practice facilities on it. Um, as well as there's a 251 courses around the world to play. So, yeah. so where is your place, Mike? It's just in Inverkeithen, so we're just over the bridge right, from Edinburgh. Okay. Right. And it's interesting, the demographics and how far people are travelling, they are coming over from Edinburgh and, you know, it's a, there's a good sort of hour. I've had people over from Glasgow as well coming to the facilities. So is it like high-tech? It's, it's very high-tech, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, size-wise, it's a big unit as well for when you're buying it. So this is where with a question I've got coming up is the scaling of that. Right. So, um, so we're clear, but is this yeah. a thing like where it sounds very like much for the pros, but just for no, amateurs? The pros are definitely used. I've got three pros that do lessons from it. Right. Um, and they're independent, so they just get booked in and use the space. Is it is, usually if you get bays, is it all it's bays? It's one bay, that's one where bay. I, so I've tested it over the right. last sort of year and a half. Right. So only one at two. a time? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so you can get up to six people in a round. Right. Um, we've had uh, Disabled Golf Scotland in as well. Yeah. There was 10 of them in, so that's kind of the maximum really for where I've got just now. Right. I've got a whole putting area as well for, for practising on the putting side, but the, the system itself, you putt properly to, to right. finish off the hole. So, so how long have this been running? A couple of years? It's coming up a couple of years, amazingly. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if Willie, I, I don't play golf, I know Willie plays a wee bit, so if Willie said, right, I want to play the postage stamp at St Andrews, mm-hmm. you Put it, it can in, go in, yeah. And yeah. that and that comes yeah. up. Yeah. And well, I can hit it. So we've got uh, you can play the whole course. <laughs> Do you want to stamp? Is there a hole called the post yes. stamp? All right, yes. brilliant. Yes. <laughs> I think it's the eighth hole at Trinity. Right? That's right, right. Yeah. So I've actually got a golf simulator in my house, right? Yep. But it's not to the extent you're talking, this is right. another level. So you yeah, know what Mike's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, but a wee bit, but this is another level. So yep. so which, so so you've you've done that, it's been over a couple of years. Is it is it a commercial success yet? Yes, yeah. Right. I mean, I really haven't pushed it, if I'm being honest. Right. A lot of word of mouth has just grown it organically. So it's been interesting to see how far it goes with that. Um, and then I just see the possibilities there now of of extent, like getting you know, scaling this up and, and bringing more in. Right. And they can have a whole indoor practice facility that's got short game practice, bunker practice, and then you've got these these booths for the the simulators. Yeah. There's a uh, the Zen uh, putting platform as yes, well, you yeah. know, it's yes. hydraulic, so to have a putting studio. So it's, I'm going on down the road of more of an academy route. 
So you can start to bring the young ones in and people that are interested yeah. in golf and they've got a facility there that they can practice without the, the sort of challenge of going on a course for the first time and all that. Well, it sounds like a big that's, unit, is it well, 10,000 square foot? That's kind of where we're going with it. Yeah. Um, and ideally, if I can get a bit of land, build the unit on that that can house that as well as have, you know, serviced office space, um, a hub space um, and fill that. And I've got other businesses that we could use to fill that as well. So what's your question for us this The question morning? is, how do I get the funding for it? Right, okay. <laughs> Because it's going to be quite an expense and it, it's a bit of a chicken and egg because I don't know what I can put So what does quite an expense look like? Well, it could be, like I've got a big vision yeah. and it's massive. What does it cost to build the next one? It's going to be, I reckon, anywhere between sort of three and five million. Right. If I can get the land and build the unit and then that would be a separate asset. You right. know, we could set it up as a separate entity and have that as the asset and then right. fill it with the businesses for the income. Yeah, that's that's the how I see the vision of the next stage. And then right. there's a bigger one which I've kicked to the moon. Right. <laughs> so just if you stick to one, so what would you mean, Hammer? We're here, you're yep. in the Dragon's Den and we're thinking right. of investing. So what do you think your return would be on spending five five million? Well, that's the one I've got there now. We're doing very little to it. And there's so much more we can do. You're looking at 35 grand I've pulled in in a, in a full season there. Right. Um, so expanding that, having coffee shops and, you know, there's there's more that we could put in that space to yeah. utilise yeah. the area and bring the revenue in. Is there a model, Mike, that you've saw yep. working somewhere in the world to say, ah, that's, that's, that's it there? On a bigger, this, it's all South Korean. Um, South so, Korean? Yeah, this is where the technology is coming oh. from that I've got. And if if you have a look at what they're doing over there, it's one of the biggest grown golf nations, but most of it's indoors. Uh-huh. And when you see the facilities they're putting up, um, and it's they've got competitions that are running throughout these facilities, and there's I'll over. Probably tell you, South Korea dominate <laughs> ladies' golf in the world. Yes, they do. Aye, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. yeah, it's massive. Aye. Something every morning, My, every number one, two, three, and four. I think in the world are yeah, all that's South right. Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I would have to say, yeah, I don't want to put a damper no, on it. Right. right? Yeah, this is what but I'm here for. It doesn't sound, even wrapping it up, it doesn't sound as if you can get to the net profit numbers. Right. Right. To, it'd take you forever to get your money back at five mm. million. So yeah. what I would say, Mike, is you don't need to um, surely build a new unit. You don't, just, no. Because uh, building is expensive. Yes, I mean, is, it, yeah. it just is these days with inflation. But there are plenty of commercial properties Which about. you've been looking, yeah. Um, now, Maybe not exactly where you want it, yep. but you you know sometimes you've got a compromise. Yeah, yeah. And I think you you'd be able to find a building, you know, for a fraction of that money, ten thousand square feet, and then put your tech in. So I think you've you've got to, as Willie said, you've you've got to prove it. Aye. Going to investors just now mm-hmm. are going to say what Willie said. Yep. Mm, you haven't proven it yet. Whereas if you go, right, this building cost me a million, I'm actually bringing in, you know, 20 grand a week and there's my profit. I want to do the next one. Then people can go, right, okay, yep. you're on. Yes. Whereas just now it's all about hope aye. value. Aye. So you've got to prove it. Okay. Aye, so, and, and just to follow on for that, just to expand on what Tom's saying, look for somebody that's got a big unit that's lying empty. Go to them and say, I've got an idea. I don't want a 10-year lease from my neck. If you take a wee chance, and I take a wee chance, your place has been lying empty for a year, two years now, whatever, let me set this up, see how it goes, and if it works, blah, 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 then we can maybe talk about renting it or we can talk about buying it. Because I think you really need to get to a thing where your next unit 
your next trial costs you a fraction of what you think you yeah. need to buy it. As yeah, I say, and then when you idea, prove that, it'd be the usual, you get people tripping the other cell to give you money, right? But if people see a business like, like, go back to your pal, Jim, with uh, paddle tennis. Yeah. Jim, Jim McMahon, a good friend of Tom's and myself's, who certainly knows about how to make numbers work. Um, way back when he was at, he was at the forefront of the whole paddle tennis thing and he could tell right at the start there was an 18% return on your money right so people knew right away if I'm putting this in here's what I'm getting and I think if you prove that that works I think you'll have no problem getting money and Perfect. I think I think you will be on to a winner right? but you've got to prove Just it stone. Right? and Perfect. prove it with as least risk exactly. as you okay. can do yeah. I like Willie's idea a bit funny but, so well. but just I mean, there's plenty of commercial properties. Yeah, exactly. The problem I've got with them is the height. The height? Right? The height's there. You need a lot height. I've seen. Right. Yeah, so. right. um, plenty of units in Glasgow with plenty of height. About. Some have been lying empty for 10 years. Yeah. Right? So just funny. Yeah. Brilliant, big man. Good Perfect. luck. Thank Thanks you very for much. coming on. No, I appreciate your right. time. Cheers. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Please keep in touch with the show Shall and we? let us know how you got on. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks so much. Great. Cheers. As a business owner, complicated tax laws and accounting processes can be a problem. VAT, tax returns, CIS and payroll can keep you awake at night. Fortunately, for every problem, there's a solution. And Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs is your solution. Specialising in assisting and working with small businesses, Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs is here for all of your tax and accounting solutions. Say hello to Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs, your new accountant. Search online for Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs. When it comes to property, we are the professionals. Bowman Rebecca, whether you're letting, renting, short or long term, selling or buying, whether it's residential or commercial, a new build or an existing build, architectural services or planning support, even factoring. Bowman Rebecca is your one stop shop for all your property needs. For a professional service, choose the home of property. Bowman Rebecca. Find us online at bowmanrebecca.com. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say, launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock. I'm Jess Houghton. The business secretary is refusing to say whether there'll be further departures from the post office board after confirming the firm's chair was sacked. Kemi Badenoch says a change of personnel was needed following the Horizon IT scandal, but she's denied the recent televised drama which highlighted the controversy caused her to take action. Brian Glick, editor of Computer Weekly, which first exposed the issue at the post office in 2009, says that's stretching the truth. I don't think we would have seen Rishi Sunak standing up in Parliament to announce new legislation to try to exonerate all the victims. Were it not for that drama, I don't think we'd see Kemi Badenoch taking the actions he has with the chairman of the post office, were it not for all the outrage. The body of a man was discovered in North Glasgow yesterday. At around 4pm, police found the cops on Carlisle Street. Formal identification is yet to take place, but the family of missing man Leslie Boyd have been informed. 
Now, changes by the energy regulator are impacting children's rights. That's according to Scotland's Children's Commissioner, who's urging Ofgem to reconsider a pair of recent decisions. She says raising the energy price cap and allowing the resumption of forced prepayment meter installations are driving struggling families further into poverty. Nicola Colleen says this in turn can impact children's development and life chances. Poverty is a consequence of decisions made by the UK and Scottish governments and those with the power to affect change. I've written to Ofgem because as a regulator, it holds an economic lever that can make a difference to children's lives. Ofgem can choose to either mitigate or contribute to poverty. The SNP's affordable housing scheme has fallen into chaos. Scottish Labour say new documents reveal the government may have to roll back on a promise it made. The SNP Green Administration pledged to build over 100,000 new homes by 2032. However, funding cuts may spell the end for that plan. Scottish Labour's housing spokesperson Mark Griffin says ministers must come up with a solution. The Greens can't stand idly by while SNP ministers tear up the Butte House Agreement and break another promise to the Scottish public. Instead of ditching this important pledge, the SNP Green Government must set out a real plan to deliver it. The Scottish Government has responded, saying they plan to bring forward the review scheduled for 2026 to 2027 up to 2024, which will concentrate on deliverability. And finally, Lorraine Kelly's been revealed as the Ebel on this year's series of The Masked Singer. The TV presenter ended up in the bottom two after performing Happy Talk by Captain Sensible during last night's show. She says she's never sung it in front of an audience but loved every single second of being on the programme. Go radio weather with the Centre Livingston. Shop, eat and play with over 150 shops and restaurants to choose from. A dry but cloudy afternoon with patches of rain, highs of 11 degrees in Uddingston, Bishopton and here in Glasgow. That's you, up to date, on go. Till the morning comes It could be together Crofty and Grado Gladiators was back on the telly on Saturday night It's funny how everything always comes back to you I can't even believe that you did Saturday night TV And it's went completely unnoticed by everybody on the planet You can look it up ITV World of Sport World of the Sport is basically the kind of old style wrestling Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, all that kind of stuff And I was kind of like the guy Not in charge but kind of was a wee bit Because everybody was like Hold on, the wee fat guy's the champion (laughs) With Crafty and Grado. Weekdays when you wake up. Let me explain it. When I did you wrong, I didn't know I'd feel this regret. But it drives me crazy to see you move on while I lay alone in my bed. If I could rewind, take a step back in time, I will never do you like that. Made a mistake, so now it's too late. And there ain't no way I'm getting you back. You got me saying, Damn, I shouldn't have let you walk right out my life. Uh, I should have treated you right. I should have been by your side. Like, damn, I slipped and let you catch somebody's eye. Now I'm turning the light. It's killing me inside. Like, damn, I shouldn't have let you walk right out my life. I should have treated you right. Should have been by your side Like damn I slipped and let you catch somebody's eye Now I'm telling you lie It's killing me inside Can't get no closure When we say goodbye I still feel the same as before Keep my composure Believe me, I tried To accept you're not mine anymore 
Life. 
Laser on the way in a little while from now. Plus, if you fancy being a Go Radio winner, we'll get into that. Fancy being a Go Radio Workplace of the Week uh, for this coming Friday. There are more details and a little sneaky peek available at the website. This is go.co.uk with the friends at McGee's, the family bakers. If you want to get into that, we'll give you full details coming up in 10 from now. Go. Feel the love this Valentine's at the Forge Market. With our Valentine's competition, you could win an all-expenses meal voucher. And five runners-up will each receive a Valentine's hamper. To enter, pop into the Forge Market or visit our Facebook page. Enter between the 22nd of January and the 11th of February with the prize draw taking place on the 12th of February. The Forge Market, much more than a market. Open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 5pm. When transporting your chilled and frozen products, don't sweat the small stuff. Choose Run It Cool, the experts in temperature-controlled logistics. Get your product to your customer at the correct temperature at the right time. Run It Cool can improve the efficiency of your chilled and frozen deliveries from small to large volumes. For your reliable logistics partner and cost-effective bespoke solutions, visit runitcool.co.uk.
use. Sub, sub. Ain't no love, ain't no use. Still ahead. Kylie, pink on the way in a little while from now. And by the way, if you fancy being with us at Stereo Funk Festival uh, 2024, it's going to be just a few months from now, 4th of May. Uh, date for the diary on this one. Our very own Stevie Lennon's going to be doing a very special floor filler set as well. Uh, KLF, to name just a few great acts. You get more details, by the way, at our website, thisisgo.co.uk. And crucially, you can get a link. There's a little link through there if you want to buy some tickets. Uh, but you also, there's a chance to win some VIP tickets as well. And say, so you get more details at the website, thisisgo.co.uk. It's all I want to do, so won't you dance? I'm standing here with you, I want to move. I'll get inside your groove, cause I'm on fire, 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 fire. It hurts when you get too close, but baby, it hurts. If love is really good, you just want more. Even if it throws you to the fire, fire, fire. This is P. Go radio. Go. It's your place where it's. 
Design. Boilers, pumps, valves and gauges. 27 years they've been in this game. Exceptional. Through the ages. Did you know Scottish tubes and fittings are open seven days a week? Call Glasgow 647-5000. Don't miss the Herald, Scotland's quality broadsheet, with a thought-provoking discussion all next week on the depopulation of the Scottish Highlands and Islands. We'll explore the challenges and consequences shedding light on the untold stories of communities facing decline. 
Join us in raising awareness and understanding the impact of depopulation on our cherished highlands and islands. Pick up the paper next week or subscribe at heraldscotland.com slash subscribe. With a broken heart that no one else could see I drew a smile on my face to paper over me But wounds heal when tears dry and cracks they don't show So don't be so hard on yourself, no Let's go back to simplicity I feel like I've been missing me But it's not who I'm supposed to be I felt this darkness over me We all get there eventually I never knew where Top of the world, right where I wanna be. So how can this dark cloud be raining over me? But hearts break and hell's a place that everyone knows. So don't be so hard on yourself, no.
Miracle. Uh, we also played Jess Glenn. Don't be so hard on yourself and still to come. Uh, we've got some Drake on the way in a little while from now. Uh, by the way, we are, of course, the home of the Go Radio Football Show. It returns tomorrow uh, with our good friends at Go Green Property. Uh, lots to talk about. It's been a busy weekend as far as uh, Scottish football is concerned. Lots more coming up over the next uh, little while. And, of course, you can have your say. All the contact info, all the info you need at the website, This is Go. .co.uk if you want to get in contact with Paul Cooney and the top team uh, tomorrow it's going to be Paul it's going to be Barry Ferguson and our very own Peter Grant as well they return live at 5 tomorrow go ready grips on your ways front way back way you know that I don't play streets not safe but I never run away even when I'm away OT OT there's never much love when we go OT I pray to make it back in one piece I pray, I pray That's why I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go Higher powers taking a hold on me I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go Higher powers taking a hold on me 
Reply me, I don't wanna spend time fighting We got no time and that's why I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go Higher powers taking a hold on me I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go Higher powers taking a hold on me my 
It's Glasgow and the West. Go Radio.
From one uh, today, from two o'clock, Zoe is here, and from six o'clock tonight, Artie Joshi, because it's Sunday, the Sunday sessions are here exclusively to Go Radio, and of course, you can grab some of the previous shows at thisisgo.co.uk. Right, still to come, get Ed Sheeran, do some Lady Gaga, and news is next with Jess at one. Caledonia Gladiators are back in action on Sunday, the 4th of February at three o'clock, and we're giving you the chance to win family tickets. Arena based at PlaySport East Kilbride and you could be part of the crowd. For your chance to win, head over to thisisgo.co.uk. Tickets are on sale now at caledoniagladiators.com. Win with Go Radio and Caledonia Gladiators, Scotland's professional men's basketball team. Feel the love this Valentine's at the Forge Market. With our Valentine's competition, you could win an all-expenses meal voucher and five runners-up will each receive a Valentine's hamper. To enter, pop into the Forge Market or visit our Facebook page. Enter between the 22nd of January and the 11th of February with the prize draw taking place on the 12th of February. The Forge Market, much more than a market. Open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 5pm. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say Launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock. I'm Jess Houghton. The business secretary says the issues at the post office go beyond the Horizon scandal following the departure of the firm's chairman. This wasn't just about Horizon and the ongoing inquiry into the post office. It's about the post office as an entity uh, and especially the governance of it. There is a lot more uh, media scrutiny after that ITV drama. I think it is right that we are responsive to that. Kemi Badenoch says the company needs new leadership after Henry Staunton left by mutual consent. He only became chairman just over a year ago and was tasked with leading the board of directors through the fallout of the scandal. Now, police found a body on Glasgow's Carlisle Street yesterday afternoon. At around 4pm, officers made the discovery. Formal identification is yet to take place, but the family of missing man Leslie Boyd have been informed. Next, Scotland's Children's Commissioner is warning Ofgem its actions can either help struggling families or push them further into poverty. Nicola Colleen was written, has written to the energy regulator asking them to consider the impact poverty can have on children's development. She says Scotland's worst off families have been hit with a double dose of devastating policies. I'm disappointed that Ofgem has made the decision to allow some companies to be able to forcibly fit prepayment meters in homes where people are struggling to pay their bills and its decision to raise the price cap. Both decisions have a severe impact on children, particularly coming so close together. 
Just half of Scottish carers see their support plans through to the end and the Lib Dems want to know why. The party have uncovered support schemes offered to unpaid carers by the Scottish Government only have a completion rate of around 50%. They fear this could have a detrimental impact on mental health as around 80% of those in the role say it has a negative impact on their emotions. Their deputy leader, Wendy Chamberlain, says this is why their Carers Leave Act, which comes into effect in April, is so important. Free leisure centre access and self-referral to socially prescribed activities and courses. We need to ensure the health and well-being of our unpaid carers so that they are better placed to support those that they care for. And finally, Celtic boss Brendan Rodgers says Callum McGregor is a class act after making his 450th appearance at the club. The midfielder reached the landmark in the Scottish Premiership leader's 1-0 win at home to Ross County. Rodgers told Sky Sports News it has been great to see McGregor's development since the pair worked together during his first spell in charge. Callum plays every every game like he's, he's trying to impress for the very first time and that's the mark of the, the brilliant players here. He's such a top, top player, one of the best players I've ever worked with. But to see him lead now the team and the club, and he does it with, uh, with great style and, uh, and great humility. Celtic remain five points clear at the top. Go radio weather with the Centre Livingston. The perfect day out with over 150 shops and restaurants. A mostly dry afternoon with patches of rain, highs of 11 degrees in Cumbernauld, Eldersley and here in Glasgow. That's you, up to date, on go. Till the morning comes, it could be together. Crofty and Grado. Gladiators was back on the telly on Saturday night. It's funny how everything always comes back to you. And I can't mm. believe that you did Saturday night TV and it's went completely unnoticed by everybody on the planet. You can look it up. ITV World of Sport. World of Sport is basically the kind of old style wrestling, Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, nah, all that kind of stuff. Do. And I was kind of like the guy, no in charge, but kind of was a wee bit. Because everybody was like, hold on, the wee fat guy's the champion. <laughs> And Grado weekdays when you wake up. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She pulled my hair, put my lipstick on, in a glass of her boudoir. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are, she said, cause you made you perfect, babe. So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. Subway can rejoice the truth. In the religion of the insecure, I must be myself, respect my youth. But it's for love, it's not a sin. Believe capital H,
be a drag, just be a queen. Whether you're broke or evergreen, your black, white, beige, chola descent, your Lebanese, your Orient. Whether life's disabilities left you outcast, for leader teased, rejoice and love yourself today, cause baby, you were born no this way. No matter gay, straight or bi, lesbian, transgender, life, I'm on the right track, baby, I was born to survive. No matter black, white, or beige, chola or Orient,
Ed Sheeran, Eyes Closed. It is Go Radio before that, kicking off the final hour of the show, Lady Gaga. Born this way. Afternoon, so Joe Kilday, so we're here till two. Zoe here from two o'clock. More details on what Zoe has in store coming up in a little while from now. And if you were listening to Stevie last night, he was talking about Stereo Funk, the festival returning, of course, uh, to Chanterelle Country Park. is going to be on 4th of May. Uh, Stevie doing a very special floor filler set, the ultimate floor filler set on, on the day. Of course, the 4th of May for you. You can win some tickets on our website, thisisgo.co.uk. Uh, you can also purchase tickets if you just want to get ahead of it. You can do that, no problem. All the details at thisisgo.co.uk. You get the Finger Boys, Snap, KLF, Urban Cookie Collective, Flip and Fill, many, many acts uh, across the day, and our very own Steve Lennon as well. Details on the website.
Beyonce run the girl worlds <laughs> world girls <laughs> you know what I mean you know what I mean uh, 125 still to come uh, in a city in Samfeld shortly by the way if you missed the Go Radio Business Show a little bit earlier on with Sir Tom Hunter Lord Willie Hockey it's a great guest great guest this morning if you ever if you're familiar with the genius brand in, in you know the supermarkets it's a gluten free bread uh, Lucinda Bruce Gardine who created the whole thing and the story was fantastic it's just a great story all started in the kitchen what a story uh, if you missed it you can grab it on our podcast just go via our website or just go where you get your podcasts normally uh, this is go.co.uk uh, and I'd say the top team will return every single Sunday they are here uh, two of the countries. Well, best entrepreneurs, uh, all free advice. Get the details at the website. This is go.co.uk and they're here uh, next Sunday from 11 ago. In 1982, Nata Maria Cellino founded the award-winning deli Cellino's. Now, 40 years later, Cellino's also has two incredible restaurants. From our deli and restaurants, offering mouth-watering breakfast, lunch and dinner, to our legendary events and private parties. Cellino's is proud to have served the people of Glasgow for four decades. Cellino's, Alexandra Parade, the East End. And don't forget Cellino's in the West End, the home of Italian cuisine and ingredients. As a business owner, complicated tax laws and accounting processes can be a problem. VAT, tax returns, CIS and payroll can keep you awake at night. Fortunately, for every problem, there's a solution. And Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs is your solution. Specialising in assisting and working with small businesses, Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs is here for all of your tax and accounting solutions. Say hello to Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs, your new accountant. Search online for Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs. Bacardi, one more dance at this after party. We still going, going strong. Speed so fast like a Ferrari. We get wild like on Safari. We still going, going strong. And all of these good things, good things, good things. All we need, good things, good things, good things. Till now we go
the ocean, they're in your eyes in slow motion. We see the sunrise. We are, we are in a zone. 5am and we still are rolling in the deepest of my emotions. We are, we are in a zone. And all of these good things, good things, good things. All we need, good things, good things, good things. Good life, good life, good life. 
Good life, just going 1.30. Afternoon, so Joe here, here till 2. Zoe's here from 2 o'clock. Artie Joshi tonight from uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, you can grab some of Artie's shows on our website, thisisgo.co.uk. Of course, Sunday sessions. Uh, you know, as far as weather is concerned today, there is a weather warning. Yellow in nature for be aware. Uh, it could get very, very windy if it's not windy where you are at the moment, uh, but it's going to uh, get, get very windy over the next few hours. The 11 Celsius, which is pretty mild, actually, for time of year. This time last week, it wasn't I wasn't 11. It was much colder than that, but uh, you've got that wind, so it's going to feel quite cold. And you go through the night, 4 Celsius through the night. Glasgow in the west. Uh, tomorrow morning, just in case there's some issues, Crofty and Grado and Rochelle see it on travel tomorrow from 6 ago. Baby, if we only got tonight 
to get active in Glasgow. Thanks to Glasgow Life's Activity Finder, you can find over 700 weekly activities. Whether you want to hit the ground running, literally, with your choice of running clubs, kick off the year with karate classes, or take things at your own pace with health walks and vitality classes. It's no wonder Glasgow was European capital of sport in 2023. Find your activity now. Just search Glasgow Life Activity Finder and get active in 2024. Get a mile ahead with Mile Cars, Glasgow's new private hire taxi company. Track your ride in real time, whether it's for business or pleasure. Enjoy a hassle-free journey with our reliable and professional drivers. Download the Mile Cars app now and with the code Get a Mile, get a 15% discount on your first trip. Search for Mile, M-Y-L-E Cars. Need to navigate Glasgow? Get a Mile. Your journey, our mission. Give you power, I'm losing my instead. 
Johnson, Switch Disco, React Right Still to Come at Classic West End. We'll do some Taylor Swift on the way in a little while from now. It's just interesting, isn't it? Less than half of us expect to watch live television by the year 2025. It's as if this is this survey's been done like years ago, uh, but we're talking next year. Apparently, uh, last year, 44% of shows were watched uh, on, on demand or recorded or on pause or something. I mean, watching telly live is like a thing of the past. <laughs> Doctor, doctor, where you at? Give me something. I need your love, I need your love, I need your loving. You got that kind of medicine that keep me coming. My body needs a hero, come save me. Something tells me you know how to save me. I've been feeling real, oh, oh I need you to come and rescue me.
Direction, What Makes You Beautiful, David Guetta and Nicki Minaj. Before that, Turn Me On. Right, that'll just about do it. We're back tomorrow night from 7 o'clock right after the Go Football Show with our friends at Go Green Property. You get more details on that at thisisgo.co.uk. Uh, stick around. Jess is on the way with news at 2. And right after that, Zoe's here next to go. Got a chilled or frozen product? Need your product delivered to your customer at the correct temperature and on time? Then choose Run It Cool as your temperature-controlled logistics partner. With bespoke solutions, Run It Cool can improve the efficiency of your chilled and frozen deliveries, providing a first-class service to your customers. For a cost-effective solution, find out what makes us so cool at runitcool.co.uk. Don't miss the Herald, Scotland's quality broadsheet.